For all flesh is like grass, and all its glory like a flower of the grass. The grass withers, and the flower falls, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this word is the gospel that was proclaimed to you. 1 Peter 1, 24-25 Good morning, IBCM. That's a great reminder as we are starting our day today that God's word endures forever. We can always count on God's word to tell us the truth. We can always count on God's word to give us guidance, to give us light in the darkness. We can always count on the word to feed our souls, to nurture our relationship with God. We can trust God's word. And so we're starting the day. We're getting a start on this day today in God's Word. I pray you're having a great week. It's Friday morning, almost the weekend. Uh, I pray that during this week you have experienced God's presence with you, that you have been growing and learning more about your relationship with God and how much He loves you. And I pray you've had opportunities to uh, demonstrate God's love to other people. This morning we're going to read uh, Psalm 40 verses 1 to 3. Psalm 40 verses 1 to 3 will be our passage for today that we'll think about, pray about, meditate on in just a few moments. Let me remind you as you're finding that passage in your Bible, let me remind you that we are open for in-person worship on Sunday morning. We, we're limited to 30% occupancy uh, but that gives us space for about 90 people. We didn't have nearly that many last Sunday morning. We encourage you, if you're under 65 and over 16, to join us for worship this Sunday morning. They're at the corner of uh, Della Costa and Tordesillas in uh, Salcedo Village in Makati. We would love to have you. If you can't be there, uh, you're always welcome to join us online for our online worship. Before we read and meditate on his word today, let's, let's pause and pray. Father, we thank you for this new day. As we do often in the morning when we gather, we thank you that your grace and mercy are fresh and new this morning. We need your grace and mercy. We cannot breathe without the oxygen you provide through your spirit, which is your grace and mercy to us. Now, Lord, for some of us, it's been a difficult, long week, and we're looking forward to the weekend. For some of us, we have had victories this week. We have overcome obstacles and challenges. For some of us, Lord, this morning, perhaps we feel like failures. And so this morning, as we're reading and meditating on your word, help us to remember that we are your children, that you love us, that you pick us up, brush us off, and uh, send us moving on that journey of discipleship. Our relationship with you is not based on our performance. It's based on what Christ accomplished on the cross. So, Lord, we pray that you'll prepare us for your word this morning, that your Holy Spirit will be our teacher, and that this time together around your word would be food for our soul, inspiring, encouraging, challenging, energizing, a good reminder 
of your work in us. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. All right, let's read together now. Psalm 40, verses 1 to 3. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he turned to me and heard my cry for help. He brought me up from a desolate pit out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear, and they will trust in the Lord. You know, if you were go to go to a national bookstore, or if you're not in the Philippines, to any bookstore near where you are, you will probably find a section in the store, or if you were to go to a library, a section uh, that's often labeled self-help. You'll find all kinds of books about self-help. How to succeed in business, for example. Uh, how to have a good relationship. All kinds of book on self-help. But you know what I've never seen a book on? I've never seen a book on how to fail. Or even how to fail successfully. David is writing this psalm, it seems to me, from a point of failure. If, if we listen carefully to his words, we can hear it. He turned to me and heard my cry for help. That sounds like David is desperate. He brought me up from a desolate pit out of the muddy clay and set my feet on a rock, making my steps secure. It sounds to me like David has experienced some failure. Some kind of failure that placed him in a muddy, desolate pit. It sounds like he's in quicksand. You know what quicksand is, right? It's a, it's a pool of, of wet, moist sand, and, and it's, it's almost like solid water. You step in the quicksand, and the more you try to fight your way out, the, the deeper it pulls you into that pit, and it can drown you. Sounds like David's in this kind of pit, this pit of quick failing quicksand. Maybe maybe he's talking about, maybe he's thinking about his moral failure with Bathsheba and the conspiracy to kill her husband Uriah. And maybe there's some other kind of political or military failure that David is experiencing. And he's crying out to God. And he experiences God lifting him up out of that pit of failure, setting him on a rock of security, and putting a new song in his heart. Have you heard the voices of failure lately? Some of us have lost our jobs lately. Maybe you're feeling like a failure. How about you, student? Did you flunk an exam recently or not do as well as you had hoped? How about married couples? How's your marriage right now? Do you feel like your marriage is failing? Maybe your business is broke down. Maybe you're broke. Maybe your relationship has failed. When you fail, when we fail, we hear all kinds of voices screaming at us, accusing us, calling us failures. That's a hard place to be. 
Max Lucado writes, failure finds us all. Failure is so universal, we have to wonder why more self-help writers don't address it. Bookstores overflow with volumes on how to succeed, but you'll look a long time before you find a section called How to Succeed at Failing. Maybe it's because the world doesn't know how to fail successfully. Since all of us fail, maybe that's a good idea for us to discover how to succeed in failing. When you read God's word, you will discover many failures. David, the writer of this psalm, had a moral failure, yet God used him. After Elijah had his great victory against the false prophets on Mount Carmel, he was a basket case emotionally, and he ran from God, and he whined to God, and he said, Woe is me, there's no one as faithful as me. You might as well go ahead and kill me, God. But God blessed him and used him. How about Jonah? God calls Jonah to go to Nineveh to share the word of the Lord. And Nineveh goes in the opposite direction and finds himself in the... In, huh? Jonah. What did I say, baby? Nineveh. <laughs> Jonah went to Nineveh, was supposed to go to Nineveh, to share the word of the Lord. And he went in the opposite direction. Instead of Nineveh, he goes in the opposite direction to Tarshish, or that was his destination. But he found himself in a storm, thrown overboard, in the bottom of the sea, in the stomach of a big fish. And in the stomach of that big fish, he prayed and prayed an honest prayer and asked God to rescue him. And God heard it. And the big fish burped him up on the very shore of Nineveh. There are no perfect people in the scriptures, only Jesus. No perfect people, but a lot of perfect messes. People who fail. The Bible is full of failure and full of failures. That doesn't let them off the hook. God is disgusted with the failure of sin. But God's mercy and grace is more abundant than all of our sin. Jesus died on the cross for all of our sin. So in the Bible and in the church, there are no perfect people, but God used those people in the Bible. He used David. He used Abraham. He used Moses. He used Jonah. He used Isaiah, Elijah, Elisha. And Jesus used those imperfect, hard-headed disciples who would sometimes argue who was the greatest, who would sometimes scratch their heads and wonder, thinking, what in the world are you saying, Jesus? These same disciples who fled for their lives and abandoned Jesus on the night of his arrest, and Peter, who denied that he even knew Jesus three times before the cross. All perfect failures. And Jesus used them every one. So we have this surprising and welcome discovery in the Bible. And that is that God uses 
failures. And so this morning, what a powerful and encouraging word from the failure, King David. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me, and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire, and he set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. And he has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Yesterday, perhaps you failed, but today's a new day and God will hear your cry if you call out to him and ask him to lift you up out of the pit of despair and ask him to set you on a sturdy, stable rock. And you know what? He'll not only set you there, he'll give you a new song. And if you're willing, he will use you today. That is good news. Thank you, God, for your good news. Thank you for your patience with us. We pray that you would build in us the patience of your spirit to wait upon you. We confess to you, Lord, that we are perfect failures. We don't want to be. Sometimes we choose to be. But deep down in our hearts, we want to be obedient and faithful to you. Jesus tells us that if we love him, we'll keep his commandments. Sometimes we don't love him very well, and we fail. But we thank you that your grace is greater than our sin. So, Lord, for all the perfect failures online right now, I'm praying that you will put a new song in our hearts, a hymn of praise on our tongue, that you'll forgive us, that you'll clean us up, wash all the mud and mire and filth of our failure from our heart and soul, that you'll place us on stable ground, put a new step in our feet, a new beat in our heart, and give us courage to walk forward in faithful obedience today, not worrying about yesterday, but focus today on experiencing you and being your devoted follower. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Encourage us today as we begin to walk with you during this day. Now, Lord, we continue to pray for Becky and for Pearlie, for Brent, as they are undergoing treatments and taking medicines and seeking physical health. And we pray, God, that you will heal them and bring them vitality and energy, a sense of wellness and wholeness. Lord, I can't say the name right now, but I'm also praying for a young woman in our ministry who is emotionally unstable right now. Let's just call her Jane. We lift her up to you today, Lord, and pray that somehow, some way, your spirit will make a breakthrough in her clouded mind and bring her to your truth. Lord, we're looking forward to worshiping with you this, this Sunday, whether it be in person or online. 
Prepare us for your word. Prepare us to praise you and worship you with our church family. We're asking you to draw people in our city to our church, not, not so we'll look good, but because we teach the truth of your word, we worship you in truth and in spirit, and we want many others to join us in that worship and in that ministry and service in our city. Lord, I pray for those who are online with us this morning who may not know you as Savior. And I pray that your spirit will convict them of their need for Christ Jesus, that they will have the faith, that you will give them the faith to confess and repent of their sins, to turn their lives over to the lordship and leadership of Christ Jesus, trusting in his work on the cross, in the truth of his resurrection, and the life that he gives freely to those who will ask for forgiveness. Those of us who are in Christ, who are followers of Jesus, we pray that you will continue to build us up, to bring us to spiritual growth and maturity, that we will live a holy life, that you'll give us spiritual power so that we can resist the devil, that we can, so that we can overcome temptation, so that we can do what is right and just, so that we will have faith that pleases you. Lord, probably many of us online today need financial help. And so we pray that you'll provide everything we need according to your riches in Christ Jesus. Now, Lord, as we continue to get ready for the day, we pray that you will fill us with your spirit and that you will encourage us and empower us to demonstrate your love and your grace and your mercy to people all around us. As we have opportunity, give us courage and boldness to share the gospel with people who are willing to listen. Now, Lord, again, we thank you for this time together. It's been a blessing to us, and we praise you for it. And we pray all this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, God bless you this morning as you continue to start your day. Don't forget that we love you. We pray for you regularly. And we're looking forward to traveling back home to Makati just in a few weeks. So have a great day today. God bless you. And I'll see you in worship on Sunday.